From the smallest room in New York City comes a show that gives you a reason to live. A PS253 teacher was arrested after allegedly throwing a book at a nine-year-old pupil. 48-year-old tenured elementary school teacher Loretta Meyer facing a number of charges. Assault in the second degree. Act in a manner injurious to a child. Criminal possession of a weapon. I guess that would be the book. And harassment in the second degree. The arrest occurred March 25th. The incident occurred back in January. The arrest followed an initial mediation with Myers, a science instructor at the school, before the child's parents decided to press charges against Myers on March 25th, who was subsequently arrested and charged in the confines of the 101st Precinct. Joining me now on news for Mandy Statmiller on MyFullBug.com. Good morning, Mandy. According to the complaint report, Myers became increasingly frustrated because the victim was not paying attention. While they were in class, the defendant threw the victim's book into a garbage can, according to a DCPI spokesperson. Then the victim took the suspect's notebook and threw it in the garbage. So uh, the defendant threw the victim's book in the garbage, and then the victim threw the suspect's notebook in the garbage, but missed the garbage and struck the suspect in the leg. And speaking of suspect, that's suspect to me. I don't believe that that was like, oops, I think the student just beamed the just just hit the, the teacher in Sounds the leg like an accurate assessment yeah. and then uh, myers threw the notebook at the child uh, hitting him in the face and that's probably true too uh no <laughs> that's, that's how bad it's gotten or you know i mean i guess it's frustrating when you know discipline is just not a thing anymore my mom got punched in the stomach when she was a teacher and she was pregnant, I think, with my sister. Holy Christ, really? So yeah. I guess that's been a while. And Yeah, it's always been, yeah, she was teaching in juvie. Was she in California at the time? Either in, yeah, she must have been in California because she mm-hmm. was with my dad and she was pregnant. Yeah, yeah. And California is, um, yeah, that's, that's where everything gets, uh, however it's going to get, a few years before it gets that way elsewhere. Maybe, yeah. Kind of, you know what I mean? Yeah. If you if you go to the you know the idea that well they're ahead of everybody out there I, I think sort of in the same way that England is ahead yeah I think people don't realize how bad it is in a lot of classrooms now really yeah you know I think you're right I, I don't even think that parents know I don't know how I know and I don't know how bad it is but I've I've read well for the childless we have no idea just the insanity that is the modern educational charter schools are better I know yeah privately run publicly funded schools. Simple as that. There's the teachers don't have mm-hmm. to. You really cannot fire a teacher. It's very, very difficult. Anyway, uh, you get sent to the rubber room. The rubber room. <laughs> Just sit there and do rubber things. I would love to be in the rubber room. Wouldn't that be great? Sounds like a dream. It's not unlike what we do, except they're in trouble. And they get paid. And they get paid. Yeah. Enjoy it, guys. Yeah, keep me in the rubber room forever. Just give me a paycheck. I, I, well, I, I'm not convinced that, that they don't do that on purpose, you know? Why wouldn't they? Uh, I think it's you grow up a fifteen year old or something. Something you can't get fired for. It has to be just the right amount. Well, I think it's I think it's fairly humiliating and demeaning status wise if you have a sense of. But once you can get over personal that, personal pride and integrity, free money is <laughs> a pretty big draw. A former Brooklyn council person allegedly enlisted three strong armed men, one armed with a gun, to threaten a tenant. In an East Flatbush building uh, that he owns. Of course, this occurs in violent Brooklyn. According to the Daily News, Kendall Stewart allegedly broke the lock of an office door at uh, the uh, 1744 Hookah Lounge on Nostrand Avenue on Friday. Told a man inside that he would have to leave. 
That was on Friday. On Saturday, Stewart reportedly returned with three men, one of whom had a gun and ordered everyone out of the building. On Sunday, Stewart was arraigned on charges of menacing criminal mischief, criminal possession of a weapon, and harassment. So he just wants, uh, sometimes these landlords get really angry, I guess, and they want people the fuck out. And if people won't leave, then, you know, a lot of times what they do in like an apartment building is they just stop fixing shit. Or they do repairs on everything around you constantly so that you hate living there. I've told you the story about how I had to go to tenant landlord conflict mediation back in... Back in Chi-Town? Yeah, back in Chi-Town. <laughs> yeah, that I was in a war with my landlord. It wasn't me. I wasn't doing the war. Yeah, my ex-husband but you, was. But you had to do the answering to it, huh? Yeah. He wasn't going to go to court. Yeah. So did, did you mediate anything good? Yeah. I mean, it was pretty hilarious because it was like, I mean, I, I don't I don't hate you... I mean, we could go to a Cubs game, you know, we could. What did the landlord say when you told him that? Well, I didn't say that. That was me doing a Mexican <laughs> accent. It sounded pretty good. Thank I, you. I know it was a believable character. Yeah. So we could go to like a Cubs game. Yeah. So that was. Since he knows we could go to a Cubs yeah, game. Yeah. That was, the, I think, son of the landlord. They were this. Uh, Sounds like he was asking you out in court. Well, no. He was. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was the idea. It wasn't a court. It was. Uh, that's the hilarious thing is that they have these conflicts of. They have these centers hmm. for conflict mediation to keep pissing matches like ours out of court. And having covered pissing matches, I mean, it is just a... You have no idea how much people devote their lives to this kind of minutia. Pissing match. Yeah, where it's tit for a tat. Like neighbor versus neighbor. Tat for tit. uh, Tenant versus landlord. Match for piss. Piss for match. Yeah, I mean, it's just nightmare life. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, completely use up your life. Yeah, usually, I I mean, it gets to the point where it is... A thing just of, really trying you know, bodily to bodily fluids and, just not lose yeah, yeah yeah anything anything all all sense of perspective is just gone I would hate that I I, I guess people do get pretty petty we had a big trump card because we found out that we were paying for the electricity for not just our unit but the one above us Ooh. and for the garage and so we were able so I mean I didn't want to do this but he turned off the electricity <laughs> To prevent, well, I think that was what finally led to the conflict. Mediation. You got evicted. <laughs> we didn't get evicted. Now we all got worked out. I mean, it's so you know. even before the mediation. Okay, well, look, yeah. you, here's something interesting that's happening in New York City. There's some landlords who used to do this thing, and this is up on the Upper West Side. I don't recall their names right away, but this is something from the past. They used to uh, get junkies and and hookers and stuff like that into their buildings in order to get people that they wanted to move out out well that is i mean i, I yeah see i i when you do really have a a nightmare tenant who won't leave because of the whole law where if well, you're like living squatting. there yeah exactly squatters right kind of thing mm. it, it is insane how hard it is to get out a really bad tenant so what they were trying to do is get rid of tenants who had uh what do you like oh. favorable terms you know what i mean right. yeah. oh yeah that's evil who were paying not enough money and they wanted to get them to fuck out like what rent adjusted or rent, re- rent adjusted uh oh yeah rent stabilized rent stabilized yeah. all, all that kind of stuff rent a junkie yes you can have a junkie if you could rent a junkie right th- you know what that would really help some junkies stay, stay afloat a little while longer Cat Marnell used to pitch the story idea from junkie to hunky from junkie to hunky yeah when there was talk of an XRJ in reality show mm-hmm. where you and take so- a junkie and you make him hunky <laughs> It goes the other way a lot more often. Though. It you does. Take, you take uh, yeah, someone hunky. Quite often. Make them a junkie. Yeah. 
It's a lot easier to do that. Yeah, it's much easier for the guy. That's I for sure. I could watch, by the way, I could watch Faces of Meth in my 600-pound life on repeat until I died and feel good about myself. Faces of Meth is a show? Uh, it's not a show, but it's just if you Google Faces of Meth, oh, you can right. watch Faces of Meth forever. You can look at the pictures. Yeah. I wouldn't call that and watching. And I'm just like, I really have my shit together. I am neither 600 pounds. And look at my teeth, my smile. My yeah, goodness. It still is got all of them. So much nicer. Right. And well, with the with subsequent arrest, they get, you know, just a little bit more weird looking. But a lot of times they'll be like, wow, they're pretty methy. And then there's one picture where it's like, well, they kind of look better than they originally that is, did. That is a hilarious. <laughs> Meth is an improvement at a yeah, certain point. Like yeah. Two away <laughs> from the end. Hotter. <laughs> in violent Brooklyn, Roberto Lopez Lopez in Bushwick has accused the 83rd precinct of harassing his family and violating their rights in order to push a fabricated version of events after Lopez Lopez's brother was shot. Uh, cops wanted Lopez Lopez to say that his brother shot himself because they wanted to keep the shooting statistics in the precinct down, but Lopez Lopez refused to cooperate, maintaining he had no idea how the fuck his brother was shot. So he didn't go along with it. Lopez Lopez. A very... <laughs> it's uh, he's, he's saying that these cops in the 83rd precinct pressured him to say he knew what the fuck happened. He didn't know what the fuck happened. Well, that's, a, that's a pretty, pretty important weird. currency to get the approval of cops to not get on the wrong side. Oh, I see. So that would be a good reason to do it. Yeah. So like, yeah, you know what? I think my brother shot himself. There's an automatic like, level we, of intimidation implied with... We like that Lopez Lopez. He's mm -hmm. a good guy. Yeah. yeah. You want to be a good guy, Lopez Lopez? You want to help us out? That's how they... That's I'm how trying to keep my statistics down. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't seem like they'd be quite that open with Lopez probably Lopez. Probably not. They probably yeah. wouldn't have, like... Here's what we're trying to do. Right. Are you familiar with CompStat? <laughs> <laughs> okay. On the Upper East Side, 8.45 p.m., 88th. And First Avenue, 69-year-old man in a 2016 yellow Toyota Prius was cut off by a cyclist who then threw something at his back windshield, shattering it. Bicyclists are pretty damn aggressive sometimes. When you say that the guy cut you off and then he nailed your back windshield, I, f I figure you must have, like, rushed up to get back in front of him or something. I you know what I mean? hate the super extremist cyclists who, like, participate in the, you know, the bike rides that... Are you know just smashing against? I mean, yeah, yeah. Great. Uh, not. It's not for me. But but then also like uh, a Prius and a bicycle. That's about a fair fight. <laughs> no, so, like it's no, kind of no. About the same level. Police arrested Nancy Hunt, fifty-seven, rhymes with nothing, charged with assault after an incident at St. Monica's Church, 413 East 79th Street. On a Tuesday morning last month, a 70-year-old woman entered the church to recite her daily prayers and listened to devotional recordings on her phone. According to police, Hunt, rhymes with nothing, confronted the woman, telling her to shut up, striking her with a closed fist on the right side of the mouth, causing pain, a laceration, minor bleeding, and a contusion. Damn. Hunt is a regular attendee at the church. That's why she doesn't put up with that shit, probably. Jesus. Literally. Uh -huh. Yeah, sometimes someone is doing something in your area that they just, like, should not be doing. Plus, the woman's 70. It's like a 13-year age difference between Nancy Hunt. So the 70-year-old is the one who struck the other person? No, oh, she's the oh. one that got punched like a bitch. Jesus, that's awful. Nancy Hunt, 57. Ugh. Rhymes with nothing is the not one that punch punched her. I think she's kind of like, hey, you know what? Why you uh, play? I mean, if someone starts playing 
Like, oh, I'm just listening to devotional recordings on my phone. Earbuds, bitch, you know? Yeah, talk it out. Listen, you know, nonviolent communication, yo. Say, my need is this. This is how you are affecting my need. She probably spoke that right into her fist right before she balled it up and put it into this woman's face. She won't be back at that church again. I think people just need more physicality in their lives, and when they don't have it, they take it out with aggression. Oh, wow. Yeah, that is a really big thing you just said. It's 57 true. 57-year-old woman definitely needs more physicality in her life. Well, yeah. In I this mean, city especially. Physicality, either through you know exercise, sex, sports, all, all sorts of ways, but you're not, you're not getting it, and you have all of this pent-up, unused energy inside of you. Don't resort to petty crime. To join a volleyball yeah, league. Yeah, volleyball. Is the answer. At 1.55 p.m., a man and a woman, 55 and 54, entered a key food at 530 Amsterdam Avenue, placed items in a bag, and attempted to leave without paying. Three male employees tried to stop them. The man, Philip Sanchez, punched, pushed, and bit the workers. Police arrested Sanchez and Gwendolyn Cherry, charged them with robbery. They recovered merchandise, which consisted of two beef rib steaks, valued at $28. Try to make it out of a key food with two beef rib steaks for 28 bucks, and they pushed, punched, pushed, bit. Still got arrested. These guys just wanted some steak. <laughs> this guy and this lady, they were probably sitting around having a few drinks going, you know what, I want some, I'd like to get a steak. We ought yeah. to get a couple of steaks. Steaks. Fuck it, we used to steal from that all th- Remember when we were kids? Right. You One have a way of getting another. into the mind of a criminal. You're like uh, that Mind Hunter show, except for the blotter. Except for, oh, except for like a, yeah, with sh- <laughs> attempted shoplifting. <laughs> the attempted shoplifter. Mind Hunter, police blotter edition. It's a pretty simple yeah math uh, equation to do. Like they wanted steak, they didn't want to pay for it. They probably were hungry, <laughs> and they're like, you ever shoplifted? Oh yeah, I mean, when I was a teenager, I did. I don't really shoplift. I've only shoplifted in my forties. Really. Well, yeah, but it hasn't been... I mean, you know my... The thing I've done where I've gone into stores and then mm-hmm. I put like $30 hair products on my head. That isn't shoplifting. It kind of is, though. That's sampling. No, but I've, I mean, I've used the whole fucking bottle. Like, I, I really should be arrested. I haven't done it. I haven't done it All right. in years. That's it. I'm calling the police. Please do. I confess. Can you imagine? No, we really want this to be worked out. Don't just like walk away from here acting like everything's okay. It's not. Take her to jail. Yeah. Well, we'll we'll see what happens next week. We'll we'll let you know. I thought I was really working the system. <laughs> well, why not work the system when you're making the money? <laughs> I don't know. Then you got the money. Then you got the hair. You got everything that way. That's what you should have done. Yeah. You worked the system the whole time. But I guess technically it wasn't shoplifting because they did. I just co- t- I just told you that. <laughs> because if it came from a sample thing, if it said, you know, tester, even though even if you use the whole thing, I guess it's not. But it's kind of like in that gray area. But you you start to test them. It's it's a tester. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> That's what's going on. Yeah. The Daily News reports in the Tuesday cover story, the Boogie Down B subway stabber who got shivvy with it. Walter Rivera, 20, on the 21st, 1040 a.m., 149th Street, where 33-year-old Denal Jenkins, an MTA conductor who was waiting for his southbound six, was waiting. He stood there. 20-year-old Rivera allegedly made a lewd comment before nailing him with a right hook. From context, it sounds like the two wound up on the floor fighting. It's left out of the Daily News, so we can't be sure. That's just how they do. But it says Jenkins was able to get out from under his attacker and pin his face to the floor and held him captive until the cops arrived. This Jenkins 
not fucking around from the, from the boogie down B. And he didn't realize until afterwards, guy had a knife with which he had been stabbing him. The man nearly lost his spleen, Jenkins, Denal Jenkins, the man who overtook 20-year-old Rivera. Uh, the guy had a knife. He'd been stabbing him, and the blade was within a millimeter of his spleen. You can actually live without your That's spleen. That's what I was just going to say. Yeah, yeah, a lot of people don't realize that. You, you, uh, you'd be a little more prone to infections. That's about it. Right. Which wouldn't be too good with all this measles going around. That would be bad. But uh, you'd be fine. Police said that uh, 20-year-old Walter Rivera of the Upper East Side committed the attack. He's been charged with assault weapons possession taken to Bronx Care Health System for evaluation of the victim, says this. They all have a different opinion of what's going on. He really needs help. He needs rehabilitation. This is a psychological mental illness issue that needs to be addressed. I hope his family supports him. Stabber's brother, Eli Gonzalez, believes Rivera's behavior, that's his little brother, 20-year-old Rivera, with the knife, he says his uh, behavior stems from a, a new medication he's been taking as part of his leukemia treatment. So the plot thickens. 20-year-old Rivera has leukemia. Makes him, paints him as a very sympathetic character right yeah, away. Yeah, he's, he's taking a new leukemia medication. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. Well, Gonzalez added that he'd been acting strange before he left the house Sunday morning, uh, saying that Rivera left behind a bizarre note, numbered one through five, with words like porn, molested and smoke weed holy crap (laughs) wow that's the headline porn molested smoke weed jesus christ i wonder what the other two were crackers squeeze balls dirt uh yeah lick lips fuck yeah now Mm -hmm. turd tiger drink drink boozes drink drinks (laughs) drink Drink, dranks drink drank drink purple drank right drink uh, you know, eat Skittles, scratch foot. <laughs> what are you talking about? I, although I didn't know a lot of people who would just drink straight up cough syrup all the yeah, time. Yeah, I knew those people too. And they weren't, they weren't waiting for weekends. No. They, they'd drink it on a Tuesday. Yeah. I'm going to have a couple of bottles of Robo. The first time I did, <laughs> yeah, the first time I did acid, the uh, couple that had come over, they were talking about how that's what they liked to do was Robo tripping. The couple. And, and, that's and, funny. Me and, and me and my friend, we were like, we don't feel the acid. And then it was just like we started repeating ourselves. We don't feel the, you know, it was like you suddenly realize you're in a, mm. a kind of slow time warp. Right. Yeah. And, and you you're can, like, oh, uh, it's happening. Okay. Right. It's a week later. Right. Exactly. You mail on your lap. Yeah. And I, I did. Know. And I did a radio show while I was, well, tripping. You, you did. Yeah. Wait a second. You did a radio? Oh, because you used to do a radio show with music and yeah. shit way back when. Yeah. I'm learning a lot about your past today. Yeah, I mean, I did multiple radio shows. I did a radio show in my dorm, and I did a radio show. I did a couple different radio shows at uh, WNUR. Mm-hmm. And they were, but they were like music yeah. shows, right? So it would be college music in the yeah, 90s. It would be mixing up the Smoking Popes with PJ Harv and mm-hmm. various. With that. Mm-hmm. Once there was a girl who <laughs> Right that and mm-hmm. uh that other one, I Weezer. I mean I loved Weezer, Weezer, but Weezer isn't very cool, so I probably didn't play that. Weezer's not very I would just co- I would consult Oh my god, would, I'm so stupid. I thought Weezer was cool. No. For real. Yeah, it's pretty it's pretty, pretty norm norm core. Pretty square. Well, yeah, but I mean was so what, mud honey? Right, yeah. I would probably have a Mud Honey sticker and T-shirt and three other albums, but never have listened to them. That was the kind of person I was. Yeah, I really like Sonic Youth. You know, they tune their guitars differently, and it just sounds like shit. I love it. <laughs> yeah, I never have uh, quite understood 
Sonic Youth. That's one I actually have listened to and tried to get into. But there's something about the music that doesn't um, intersect with my brain feel goodies. That's that actually Sonic Youth is where the line is. Mm. Sonic Youth is where a band can become well known enough to mm-hmm. where they should be getting some recognition, but the music just sucks. It just will not. The music just will not go main to a mainstream level. But they then, might have one. But hit. then a band like X, yeah, we both like. X is not like Sonic Youth. The, mo- the most brutal uh, feedback I got when I was doing music reviews was when, as part of my internship at Illinois Entertainer Magazine in Chicago, I had to write, you know, reviews of kind of like up and coming artists or whatever. And I wrote one, and I did some bullshit music term emphatic bass lines or whatever and the and the guy from the band writes in and he's like there is no bass you fucking dipshit there wasn't a bass in the band so he's <laughs> yeah. like you know you you're calling out instruments that aren't on the recording you know? yeah yeah like anybody gives a shit about you anyway you <laughs> fucking dumb fuck right yeah, right so, but, uh, but funny yeah yeah funny but still i want to write that guy a letter right now give you his contact information i wish you would uh, oh by the way yes really quickly uh, if you want to see whatever happened to the guy who wrote sex and candy that guy sex is and candy. the biggest they had one marcy's playground they had one hit i know the song that guy is the biggest troll hater of Trump in the world on Twitter. It's insane. Oh, that's, that is saying a lot. Oh my God. You got to check out his... A lot of troll haters. Well, I mean, yeah, he's, he's just... He's the biggest one. Well, he's... Pre- I mean, he was just saying after the uh, Sri Lanka attacks, he was like, Christians suck that exactly but it was so that he's inflammatory a godless, a, a godless heathen fuckhead he's yeah he's beyond just hating trump he, outward about hating everything good i gotta say it makes me like the song sex and candy a little bit less <laughs> <laughs> who's that who's that casting Beefeater stares in my direction correct those are the lyrics Beefeater stares yeah <laughs> surely is a dream yeah. What about our Negroes here in America? He's- yeah, what about that? Strange, he had that list. Porn, molested, uh, smoke weed, and then sex and candy were the other two things. Now, Scooter Riding Menace has been robbing uh, delivery men at Knife Point in Violent Brooklyn. Carol Gardens, uh, he robbed two delivery guys, one a 200, the other a 250. He gets away on his little scooter. The uh, axe murderer. Uh, an attack that left a 20-year-old Savannah Rivera dead and a 21-year-old Angela Valley seriously injured now from the New York Times. Her older sister, Tatiana Cabrera, this is the older sister of the dead girl, uh, she remembered Rivera as a very quiet girl who, quote, liked to party. And uh, Cabrera echoed statements from the dead girl's grandmother, too. Uh, No one seems to like Angela Valley or trust her, at least not as a friend to Savannah. Tatiana Cabrera, the dead girl's older sister, said, me and her, we had problems for years. I told Savannah that her downfall would be this girl. I told her to stop hanging out with her. The octogenarian. We mentioned him uh, yesterday or the day before. He was arrested. The same 83-year-old man who had been accused of touching six women in the past two years, Conrado Alaman. Detail in the New York Daily News coverage, which I hadn't noticed. Daily News reports uh, he has been busted again, this time for allegedly grinding against a woman who had a child in a stroller. Already hard for women who have kids in a stroller. They got to carry the damn thing up and down the stairs. It's certainly no fun. Yeah. Alamon was arrested on charges of uh, persistent sexual abuse and forcible touching charges. Now, it's not especially important, but I do question the Daily News reporting of the recent incident. 
this is from the Daily News. Officials said Alamon was seen by plainclothes officers pressing against the rear of a 40-year-old woman at 7 p.m. And then it, is, it says the woman with the stroller tried to move away from Alamon, and after leaving the train at 72nd Street, she told cops what had happened, officials said. Based on her description, police busted Alamon near his home on West 136th Street. So they saw it or they didn't see it. She described it and they, they knew who it was. All very strange. I guess all the things are happening at once to the Daily News. Alamon denies groping his accusers after his arrest in August. That guy's got a, a... I mean, he's sick, don't you think? I mean, there's no... He denies his accusers uh, groping them. Uh, after his arrest in August, he told the Daily News that the women who accused him of touching them had set him up. Oh, my God. That guy needs to be chemically castrated. His lawyer says he has dementia. Right. Which, I don't have to tell you, that really undercuts the exculpatory value uh, of his client's story about the setup. I mean, you know, (laughs) that story, which that's already a pretty flimsy, a pretty, that's that's not an easy sell. You know, he, he... says the women who accused him of touching them, they either conspired together to set him up with him being a stranger to them and they conspired, or uh, that they individually decided to set up an 83-year-old man for arrest on grinding charges. But it's a pretty hard sell. So whether true or not, you're att- isn't your attorney, he's not doing you any favors just by saying he's got dementia. Whose side is he on? He's on the, he's on the side of getting a win for his <laughs> client. But wait a second, don't... Aren't they supposed to, like a defense attorney, they're supposed to do their level best to represent their client and and you can be disbarred. So I just can't imagine it helps to say, well, my my client has dementia after he's laid out his... That that attorney's face is going to be really red when there's like a Emmy award winning (laughs) HBO nine-part miniseries falsely accused about yeah about the grand conspiracy setup of this guy yeah for 83 year old men <laughs> yeah you're right about that his face will be right at that time and this is why i don't think it's what you think it is this deep-seated compulsion I, as far as i know he has no arrest before this you know two years ago and now it's six so this is like a new thing this is a new thing he's gotten into since he turned like 81 82 i mean huh. you know Okay. So that kind well, of. Well, so the, yeah, that does bolster the whole dementia claim. Yeah, he's he just he's. Yeah, uh, he's he's just he's just unbridled, un, unrestrained id. Yeah. He just yeah, he doesn't <laughs> he doesn't have the old uh, ego and super ego to keep his desire to grind his hard dick against women in check, which is a good Match.com dating profile headline. Nowhere does it say it was hard, by the way. Well, uh, thank you for the, the, the time, the conversation, Newsworm Andy Stadnor. Thank you for listening to New York City Crime Report.